Hey, Jeep Junkies, on this week's XJ Talk Show, it is jam-packed full of all sorts of good stuff. We hear more Jeep news that just might piss you off, and Richard Cranium Allswell III returns with another installment, the Jeep Cherokee Model Biography. Amazon You Bought What returns as well, and we hear from Kyle DeMata, whose parking job next to a certain Corvette has gained him both praise and notoriety all over the interwebs. Nikki G calls into the show, and we, of course, give some love to more of our YouTube subscribers. All that and more on the next... XJ Talk Show. The XJ Talk Show is for entertainment purposes only. Any advice or information provided on this show should be verified by alternative sources prior to making any changes or modifications to your vehicle. We are not experts, just people that enjoy the Jeep hobby and don't mind talking endlessly about it. P.S. We love you. XJ Talk Show is on the air. Okay, it's a podcast. Oh, you know what I mean. Anyway, here's Tony and Josh. First week in G. Now, Jeep Renegade plus Fiat 500X equals sibling rivalry. We've been reporting since they were just rumors that the new Jeep Renegade is based on a car platform, the Fiat 500X. The 500 and the Renegade, both subcompact crossovers, share virtually the same exact platform and will even be built on the same production line in Italy. Analysts say the two vehicles will appear to be different, uh, will appeal to different types of customers. The Jeep Renegade and 500X can coexist, say these analysts. And speaking of analysts, Ian Fletcher, who is an IHS or Institute for Highway Safety automotive analyst, said the 500X is a quote. Cute urban vehicle with off-road capabilities, while the Renegade is the rugged off-roader expected from Jeep. They're almost like the male and female versions of the same model, although I expect the two models to please both men and women. How is what I ask by a marital aid for a stick shift and a fleshlight in the tailpipe? And I'm sorry, did he say rugged when trying to describe what most people are calling the cute ute? The Micro Jeep, since its debut, has been getting reviews of odd design and a plasticky feel. After all, this thing is basically a car, with some drivetrain and suspension alterations, of course. Most of us diehard Jeep fans are saying this thing is barely a Jeep to begin with, much like the new Cherokee. The strength of the 500X will be its design, while that of the Renegade will be its functionality, Fletcher said. He also said he likes turtles, put a tinfoil hat on, and started doing the flying spaghetti monster dance in his underwear. So there's no telling what's going on upstairs with this guy. The 500X will appear in European dealerships before the end of the year and next spring in the U.S. In Europe, the 500X will replace Fiat's slow-selling Sedisi, which Suzuki built as a uh, built in its plant in Hungary. The 500X will complete the 500 lineup, sitting alongside the 500L minivan and the 500 three-door hatchback. The Renegade will complete Jeep's How Can We Piss Off the Enthusiast Now lineup right alongside the IFS Wrangler and the new Cherokee. Consider yourselves warned. More potentially bad decisions by Jeep are on the horizon. The man in charge of Fiat Chrysler Automobiles said the company might consider moving production of the Jeep Wrangler out of its current home in Toledo, Ohio, but he indicated that the plant would not be shut down. Just a different vehicle would likely be built at the Toledo Assembly Complex. Sergio Marchione, speaking at the Paris Auto Show, said the next Wrangler could have an aluminum body and be built off of a unibody platform. (laughs) Excuse me? Say what? (laughs) Unibody Wrangler? No! The next update for the Wrangler, which is built only in Toledo for now, is due in 2017. 
Lucas County Commissioner Pete Gherkin, or Jerkin. Anyway, it's our buddy Pete, <laughs> a former Jeep worker and union leader and a veteran of previous efforts to retain Jeep manufacturing in Toledo, said he was surprised by the announcement, but was confident that the city would be able to accommodate any technological innovations needed to build the Wrangler. He then told his assistant to, quote, get that asset Marchion on the horn. I have some ass kicking to do. It's not the first time we've heard of these announcements, is what he really said. They told us in 97 the old plant couldn't be converted to build a new car, so we built a new plant. He went on to say if there's new technology, we're the place to launch it. Mr. Gherkin was hired on the Jeep assembly line in 1976, was elected to union leadership in 83, and retired in 2006. Bruce Bomauer, the president of United Auto Workers Local 12, which represents the Toledo Jeep workers, said he felt extremely betrayed by Mr. Marchione's comments, and rightly so. There's no solution under which you can take the Jeep Wrangler out of Toledo, Mr. Bomauer said, and still retain any degree of respect from certain podcast hosts or the American public, I might add. But Mr. Bomauer said Chrysler could build an aluminum Wrangler in Toledo and that the union would do what needs to be done to ensure the next generation of Wranglers continues to be built in Toledo. That's right. Let's get some of those union mob bosses back on the take and let's start busting some kneecaps around here. What we need is a lot a lot less thinking and more building of the Jeeps we've all known and grown to love. I'm not talking to you, 2015 Cherokee. Money is the root of all evil, or in this case, might explain some of the reasoning behind some of the seemingly brainless decisions that have been coming out of the Chrysler Fiat camp lately. Starting October 13th, the Fiat Chrysler Automotive Corporation will begin trading publicly on the New York Stock Exchange. So obviously, you guys can see how important it's going to be for them to be putting their best foot forward right now and to look at global sales more than local sales and traditions and heritage and, you know, stupid things like that. In an attempt to appease shareholders early and often, and this is why we're seeing things like the new Cherokee and the Renegade and things like that, Dumb and Dumber 2 is being released a little early, folks, and it ain't going to be in the theaters, it's going to be in the dealerships. Hey, you guys, I'd like to thank our friend and uh, friend of the show and host of Radio Comtech, John, pre-runner 1982, for submitting our first story this week. If you would like to submit a story to be aired on This Week in Jeep, or if you have a response to any one of our stories, please give us a call or send us an email to newstips at xjtalkshow.com. This winter, be prepared. The world is no longer as you remember it. We need that other 50% of the population. There is nowhere to hide. You know, you have the ability to use your communications device for something more than a flashlight because that's what a cell phone's going to be when all the cell towers go down. You, you got trees that are four feet in diameter and they got to get them off the trail. Vampires roam. Zombies attacked. Glass all over the ground and on the driver's seat. Oh, man. Even in the dark, there is still hope. Gorilla tape. Good versus evil. In order to make this happen, you guys have to go to xjtalkshow.com or by Ford Podcast to save the world for the better. Coming soon, this winter. xjtalk.com is where you go when you're not off-road. And now you can go to xjtalk.com when you're off-road too. Using your smartphone, install the Tap a Talk app, then search for XJ Talk. 
Take XJ Talk with you wherever you go. Jury duty, dinner with your spouse's parents, even, well, anywhere you need your XJ Talk fix. Ooh, red jeeps are sexy. This is Dan from the 4x4 podcast, and you're listening to the XJ Talk Show. Yes, you are. Well, damn, Josh, that's uh, it was. It's the All Josh Show. <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying a new little format here to, uh, to get straight into things and uh, make the show a little tight, a little faster, and uh, uh, hopefully uh, a little more enjoyable. So uh, back to you, Josh. Well, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Over 150,000 times. I can't even speak tonight. It's just, I'm not even going to try. You're out of practice. Over 150,000 titles to choose from, folks, over at Audible.com. It's for your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, your MP3 player, basically for your sanity if you like to listen to stuff. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial over at www.audible.com slash xjtalkshow. Now, I missed this last week, Josh, and I think the week before. So uh, without further ado, uh, well, did you have any words of wisdom to to say uh, talk about Richard here? No, he's just a, a friend of the show, and, and he's uh, he's kind of one of these guys that, uh, you know, he's wearing one of those pit hats and uh, or pit oh, helmets, yes. and uh, he's out there, you know, in this great safari uh, uh, doing these sort of things, and he's been kind enough to share his uh, his comments, experience, and research with us. Ah yes, hello G-Fans. Once again, it is Richard Cranium Oswell III. You may remember me from such documentaries as The Amazon, It's Not Just Where Tall Women Come From Anymore, and from such short films as There's a Waffle in My Underpants and Your Mother the Whore. Today, however, we are going to continue our journey down memory lane, revisiting the saga of the Jeep Cherokee XJ. If owning one, Cherokees should be congratulated at the end of every journey. This keeps them wagging their tail, ready for the next adventure. Should you be so fortunate to own one of these marvels of off-road prowess, it will eventually present to you an opportunity to upgrade it. This is commonly known in the completely undecipherable Jeep language as a break, a snap, or something called the epic failure. Not to be alarmed though, this is truly an honor and you should be thankful that your Cherokee has chosen you to bestow this great honor upon. So the next time you spot a Cherokee XJ in the wild, give it a wave and relish in the knowledge that you know a little bit more about it than the next fellow. And until next time, this is Richard Cranium Allsworth III saying farewell. He sounds really smart. I think that's the uh, British folks, accent, though. <laughs> yeah, all the, all the British folk always sound a, a little more intelligent. <laughs> Hey, it's time to spread a little love and, uh, hey, maybe some intelligence, uh, not from us to them, but them to us, to our YouTube subscribers. Yeah, we've got uh, well over 600 subscribers, and we are knocking on the door of 200,000 views, guys. Keep up the good work. Make sure you're telling a friend, and pop over to XJ Talk Show's uh, YouTube channel quite often. See what we're posting up. Six hundred. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, 620 subscribers and over 186,000 views. That is great. Guys, we pull four out of our list of uh, subscribers every week, and um, we'll give them a little bit of love. And first on our list is the Ammo Can One. Cool. Number two, Jerry Skinner. We got Stephen Dial. Deal. I know that's Anyways, a name that I know. Deal. I walked. I worked at a TV repair place, and it, the the owner's name was Deal. And, and we uh, we'll, know guy. And we'll wind it up with Eric's XJ. That is Eric Zappi. For those of you who don't know, he's uh, the guy that wrote the books. They well, we got some voice. 
Same guy that we have to get on here really soon. Yeah, we do got to get him on the show. <laughs> well, it's, guys, we got some voicemails to share with you as well as uh, we got our YouTube subscribers and stuff like that. Well, we got people that call into the show and like to give us a little bit of love every now and again as well. And uh, one of our more regular submitters is our friend Nikki G. Hey, this is Tony. And this is Josh from the XJ Talk Show. We want to thank you for calling our 24-7 voice line. Yes, we do. Just leave your first name and your question or comment. There's no guarantee, but we may play your message on the podcast. Oh, and don't worry about keeping it clean. We'll take care of that. Now it's your turn to speak at the beep. Hey, this is Nikki G. And uh, it's officially fall. The leaves are starting to turn a pretty color. There's a cool crispness in the air. Or if the air is crisp. I don't know what the heck I was saying there. Anyhow, <laughs> fall is here. It's that time of year all of Jeep owners love. We can spend the next three months driving around without our eyeballs glued to the temperature gauge. <laughs> and, uh, so true. Uh, hey, thanks to Steve for his uh, work of fiction in Jeep's archives. Jeep's around in the 50s and 60s? That is laughable. <laughs> I highly doubt that. <laughs> Everybody knows that the Internet wasn't around back then. How did they ever order parts for those things? Uh, <laughs> catch you later. Have a good one. Bye. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, very, very good eye on that, uh, Nikki G. Appreciate the call. Guys, uh, you guys can give us a call and join in on the fun anytime you like. We've got a 24-7 voicemail line. That means nobody's going to answer the phone. And you can join in on the fun. Leave a message. And, uh, hey, even if you butt dial us or... Uh, Maybe a little too drunk and do some drunk dialing. We'll take that stuff, too. 530-675-4102. Join in. We hope to hear from you soon. Yes. If you're listening to the recorded show, press pause and go call us and let us know that uh, we told you to call the voicemail line and you uh, uh, honored that request like uh, the brave little robot you uh, are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we really would like to hear from you. We love... Uh, Love hearing uh, the, the various takes that you have on the show. And, hey, uh, you got a criticism for the show? Hate the show? I don't know why you're listening, but uh, maybe you just that's the type of thing you like to do and you want to call and give us what for? Hey, well, that's all right. Call us. We'll play it. <laughs> I think it's actually kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, we do love feedback, guys. So help us out. Head over to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Leave us a comment letting us know what you think of the show. We love the feedback, guys. So hook us up. Yes, yes. So uh, we have uh, the uh, interview with uh, Kyle uh, Damada. Uh, you know him as the gentleman in the white XJ that parked next to the white Corvette that uh, seemed to want to take two parking spots, not more than uh, 20 feet from the front door of uh, a local uh, New Jersey eating establishment. And uh, Kyle took issue with that, uh, mainly because there was no parking places and he had been sitting in traffic for a while and damn it, he was ready to eat. So uh, he parked and uh, took the time to take a quick picture and it exploded uh, on the internet. Uh, and uh, we were uh, lucky enough. And uh, as I told Kyle, um, you know, it's not so much that, you know, there's, it's a big deal. It's, it's a, a big media event that's occurred over this. You're right, driving a Jeep, and we're a Jeep family, and we wanted to have you on. It just so happens that it, it was a big deal. Uh, anyway, we were very lucky to get him, and we'll be uh, getting to that interview here in just a minute. But first, we want to bring you uh, our uh, very popular segment, uh, Amazon You Bought What? Hey, XJ Talk Show listeners. 
we got a great deal for you. How'd you like to win a jump starter for your Jeep? A NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This little gem will fit in your pocket, give you up to 20 starts of your vehicle, also acts as a flashlight and a battery charger for your cell phone. Keep listening to Amazon You Bought What segment. For more information about how you can win, just head over to GeniusStarters.com for more information. That's GeniusStarters.com. Amazon.com and the XZ Talk Show present You Bought What? Well, guys, we've got an awesome little relationship all set up with Amazon.com. If you don't know what Amazon.com is, well, you've been living under a rock for the last 15 years. In any case, guys, Amazon.com is probably one of the largest online shopping venues you could possibly imagine. They've got virtually anything, and uh, they've agreed to, well, give you guys the ability to support your favorite podcast. Head over to xjtalkshow.com or xjtalk.com. Click on the Amazon banner right there on the homepage. It takes you right over to amazon.com where you can do any of your online shopping that you normally would. And uh, But Amazon's agreed to give us a small little kickback out of anything that you purchase. Whether or not it's a, a finger condom or a 55-inch TV, we'll take it. In fact, uh, you guys, you can buy virtually anything on Amazon.com. You're not going to spend a single dime more, not one red cent. But Amazon's going to give us a little kickback. It's a great way for you guys to support your favorite show. In addition to that, they've agreed to give us a list of what you guys are buying. And we don't get to see who's buying what. All we get to see are the items. Tony and I pick out a few, and while we make some, uh, make some fun, make some light, and crack wise about some of these items, and uh, well, we're going to dive into that right now. Uh, so the first thing we're going to start off here is, uh, well, for, first off, I'm going to bring my show notes back, uh, is a, uh, this is an item that uh, a gentleman bought, uh, I, you know, I'm assuming something here, Josh, I said gentleman, this could be a, a, a chick, a babe, a sandwich maker, it's uh, uh, an anodized 7 8 <laughs> 7 8 handlebar motorcycle bar end. So this thing is kind of cool. I didn't even know they had these things. I always wanted a motorcycle. Uh, my uh, parents told me no, and now my wife tells me no. So I don't guess I'm going to get a motorcycle ever. And anyway, uh, this, uh, these mirrors, and, and you motorcycle people probably know about this, but these mirrors fit in the, the handles, the little uh, openings of the ends of the handles. So I thought that was pretty cool. It doesn't uh, block anything. Uh, uh, I guess you're less likely to impale yourself on uh, on the, uh, the mirror when you go... Uh, uh, end over end over the front of the handlebars, but uh, this thing fits san- uh, standard seven eight uh, uh, seven eighths inch tubes and has an internal clamping system that allows the bar ends to clamp directly to most bar ends. The mirror is universal, not particularly made for any certain bike, uh, but make sure that your bike uses the hollow round seven inch handlebar uh, that says it fits. Uh, what is that? April? Aprilla? Aprilla? Uh, BMW? Is that Buell? Very good. Uh, Ducati, uh, Honda, Indian. Oh, I know the Indian motorcycles. Kawasaki. Oh, yeah. uh, I never heard of KTM. Uh, Suzuki s- certainly. Triumph. I uh, almost got run over by one uh, when I was a kid. And oh, Yamaha. Wow. So uh, you guys have heard John uh, pre-order 1982 talk about this radio before, and uh, somebody actually bought one uh, on Amazon. Actually, I shouldn't say somebody actually did because we've seen several of these purchases. It's a Bofing UV5RE. Uh, handy talkie basically it's a dual band uh, transceiver that allows you to talk on amateur radio frequencies through repeaters frequency range is 136 to 174 megahertz and 400 to seven uh, four uh, well i'm just going to say f- uh, 480 megahertz because it's damn close to it uh, with uh, a high two color led definition display the screen with exquisite 
Clarity. And actually, I bought one for my youngest son, and I was pretty impressed with it. Uh, I don't think it was a dual band. Of course, it could have been. I may have cheaped out. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> upgrade uh, the, the frame material, metallic, uh, more doable and uh, durable and fashionable. Oh, yes, of course, fashionable, you know nerd uh nerd jewelry and uh it's a oh it's got uh english german french instructions uh for more convenience and more humanized uh, who writes this stuff um, the new t- <laughs> the new 2013 packaging uh more beautiful and quite well done so uh and, yeah you guys can find these things in yellow red black even camo colors of course uh, i don't know about the whole camo thing i wouldn't want to drop that thing while it's i'm tromping through the woods and, and and lose it as it were but uh but yeah no th- these things are are since uh, been hailed as as probably one of the best entry-level handy talk ham radios that you guys can buy and of course you can get them through amazon.com and uh, just re- very quickly that no code device that we were talking about earlier guys you can get that on amazon.com oh, yeah, that's right so in our automotive category, I found one. It's called the Gorilla Lug Nuts. And uh, these <laughs> things are half-inch black lug nuts or black, black lugs uh, in a four-pack. This product cannot be returned because once you handle these nuts, they are yours. <laughs> At least they come in a bag of four and not two because, well, that would be a little weird now, wouldn't it? And their, their slogan is, uh, because it's a jungle out there. I would say uh, if that's your slogan, boy, you might need some manscaping. In a, uh, the other category... Uh, we have a 7-inch 26 LED H4 halogen motorcycle halo headlight Ooh. turn signal. Some more uh, motorcycle stuff here. Guys, this is a, a $54 purchase. So it just goes to show, you know, there's no limit to how little you have to spend or how much you can spend. Uh, anything can make it on the list. This thing is 7 inches round. has an ABS case, polycarbonate lens. Fits most of the Harley, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Honda, Yamaha motorcycles, cruisers, choppers, custom bikes, Please check size before you buy. This is not DOT approved. Do not use if DOT is required for off-road use only, which raises the question, when the hell did Harley start making off-road bikes? Now, if one got creative, honestly, guys, in all seriousness, if one got creative, these things would be hella cool in the front of a Cherokee or even a Wrangler. This is a 7-inch round headlight and can be retrofitted into the front of a, uh, of a Jeep. You guys, go, go check that out. Head over to uh, Amazon.com. Check out this 7-inch 26 LED H4 halogen motorcycle halo headlight with turn signals. I think it's pretty cool, and I'd love to see somebody retro one of these in a Jeep. Now, you guys all know that I love tools. And uh, this one here is the CH Hansen 03040 Magnetic Stud Finder. Only 9 bucks. It's small, it's compact, and easily fits in your pocket. Powerful magnets allow hands-free use, which kind of boggles my mind. But uh, last thing I'm uh, last time I checked, I don't think that sheetrock was magnetic. There's two way. It's a, there's a two-way level for ease of marking. There are no batteries required, which also is kind of interesting. Soft grip for easy grabbing and gen- gentle touch. That's what she said. <laughs> my subconscious would say you don't need magnets to find studs. <laughs> Hand-free stud finding sounds like a questionable night in a dance club. Well, that's if, uh, about it. <laughs> I wonder if feet would be involved, uh, but I digress. Yeah. Anyways, guys, like we said, uh, NoCo um, is a device that you guys can find over on Amazon.com. NoCoUSA.com, main manufacturers of the best 
jump box available. You need to jumpstart your vehicle. Disregard that huge, chunky, gigantic yellow box that we always would throw in the back. This thing can actually fit in a glove box of an early model XJ. I'm not kidding. These things are small. Less less, well, less area than what this Gatorade bottle takes up, honestly. They are idiot-proof, made with state-of-the-art lithium-ion batteries, and have over 20 jump capacity out of a single charge. That means you could jump 20 different vehicles, up to six liters. That's right. A six liter engine can be jumped with one of these things. I think somewhere in the neighborhood of like over 6,000 cold cranking amps out of one of these things for 20 jumps. Go check them out. Noco.usa.com. We just found out what you bought. Oh my God. I just can't believe that made it on the list. I'm really excited about finding out more information uh, on the, this Noco uh, Genius Boost. Uh, Josh actually received one as a demo unit uh, that he's going to be uh, uh, un- unboxing. And frankly, I'm surprised he held up a Gatorade bottle. Uh, <laughs> it's like, here it comes. He's going to show it. It's Gatorade. <laughs> no, no it's, it's actually still in this plastic wrap. And I'm going to do a full review on this thing. I'm going to do an unveiling and unwrapping. I've got a buddy who's got a Jeep that cannot be started under its own power. And uh, we're going to take this thing over there and find out if it's got enough juice to, to jump his old jalopy. So um, we're going to find out a little bit more about that in the coming weeks. So, guys, stay tuned. And please go check out NOCO. So my, uh, I'll tell a, a quick uh, dead battery story. I hooked up a couple of uh, KC lights to my wife's uh, 2003 TJ. And mm-hmm. uh, she thought it was really cool. And uh, I, I guess I didn't tell her they're off-road lights and illegal use on road. So she was actually driving them with them on during the day. No problem. She didn't get stopped or anything. But I don't have them wired up to be uh, power on and off with the, uh, yeah, with the, you know, I just, I just like, I like having the ability to turn things on and off and leave them on if I want to and, and keep in mind how long I'm, you know, I, I know how long, how much, about how much time I have before I have to turn them off so I can start the Jeep. So uh, anyway, she drove to Baytown to visit my mom, and she had them on, and she left them on. So she calls me and tells me the Jeep won't start, and she thinks it's because she left the uh, the Casey lights on. And I said, okay. And I said, well, uh, you just need to get a jump start, and you should be fine. Uh, no no battery cables, nothing like that. So uh, we uh, we had recently purchased a, a, a AAA membership. So I, call, I told her to call AAA. She did, used her little card. They came out, took care of it, gave her a jump start. Everything's fine. And then lesson learned, she needed to turn that switch off or make sure it was off before she uh, uh, left the Jeep. And uh, uh, But she still had to wait 45 minutes to an hour for AAA to, to arrive with this, mm. with this no-code genius boost box. Uh, I mean, it's really small. You know how much room there is in a, a, a standard length uh, TJ. But this thing is so small, and it has the ability to uh, check the polarity. Uh I think this is correct. You can hook it up either way, and it, it, I think it either makes the correction or will warn you. In other words, you ain't going to blow nothing up, and <laughs> there's not going right. to be a fire I involved. Which try this to is with jumper cables. Oh yeah, which this is a perfect situation for our uh, female friends that are not uh, automobile savvy, and uh, yes. and and to let them know that that you can't hook it up wrong without it telling you you're not going to hurt anything is certainly going to make it a lot easier for them to uh, actually. Uh, use the device to start with. So uh, as I was, uh, uh, as I mentioned uh, recently, this would be a great item to go in your oh shit bag. (laughs) You know, so uh, I need to start one for my wife's Jeep. Well, we've got an interview to start here with the aforementioned Kyle DeMattia, or I'm thinking I'm pronouncing that right. He was our parking master, as Tony alluded to, and it's been all over the interwebs, guys. 
uh, he has pretty much made himself kind of famous with his parking job next to, well, somebody who uh, should not be famous for their parking job. No, uh, and I don't know how you guys feel about this. I certainly don't. I, I do not have a problem with people taking up two, three, whatever uh, parking spots. Even some of our, our 18-wheeler buddies uh, drivers out there certainly you guys have to take up more than a parking spot or two but i bet you you don't do it at the front of a restaurant it doesn't matter if you're driving something that's uh, 27 car lengths long or one car length you shouldn't take up more spots that are is basically saying i'm better than you my vehicle's better than you better than yours and i'm just going to take these two spots because damn it that's what god wanted me to do <laughs> just it's just rude it's just wrong and i think that this uh this whole situation that uh, uh kyle or uh, at lifted jeep 95 xj uh, on twitter uh i think that's what he thought and uh thank god that he took a stand so uh, let's get to that interview hey guys we got kyle damadia on uh, the interview tonight and uh, you probably know him as the owner of the jeep cherokee that parked diagonally next to the Corvette owner that also parked diagonally, taking up two parking spaces. Kyle, thanks a lot for being with us tonight. Thanks for having me. Now, what part of the country are you in? Where did this uh, event take place? This took place, um, this took place in North New Jersey, right along, right on the highway that leads over straight into New York through the Lincoln Tunnel. And if I if I remember reading correctly, this was at a Red Robin restaurant. Correct. Yeah. So uh, I think everybody wants to know, and I don't think anybody's asked this uh, of you before because you've been doing many interviews with a, a lot of uh, big time stations, not just podcast. How was the food at Red Robin? How was the food at Red Robin? It was it was a good meal. <laughs> <laughs> it was good that's great uh, now what was the I odds I had fish and chips. <laughs> oh yeah that is really good yeah the uh, the arctic cod love that uh give us an idea of what happened you're going to go get some nice friendly food and just tell the audience what happened well i mean i was with my girlfriend and we basically came back from wheeling up at stag hill if anybody's from new jersey or new york you probably know stag hill and we came back, you know, Giants game traffic. Took us about two hours to get back home, naturally, being in Jersey. <laughs> so, you know, we pulled in there, you know, I was like, oh, where do you want to go eat? And she was like, oh, you know, Red Robin, it's right by the house. So we go to Red Robin, and of course, having sit in traffic, the restaurant's going to be completely packed in the parking lot. So we're driving around there looking for a parking space, and we come around the corner there. And we just see him parked there. And I was like, are you serious? Like, this this guy cannot be serious. So, I mean, we just, I, that, I did what any Jeep owner probably would have done. I mean, I was just like, okay, screw it. I'm just going to park on the curb. <laughs> so this guy was basically taking up two parking spots. And, and it wasn't like he was parked uh, straight in. He kind of came in there at a diagonal. And, and wasn't this like at the very front? I mean, just at the front door of the restaurant? Yes. Third, third parking space from the handicapped parking space that's at the front door. See, I don't begrudge somebody loving their vehicle because I, I think all Jeep owners feel that way uh, about yeah. their vehicles. But I don't know that very many of them would park at the front door that no. way. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I mean, I, I saw it immediately, and I, I, I knew it's a nice car. I mean, C6 Corvette Grand Sport, I mean, that's, that is a nice car. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, it's there was a bunch of empty parking spaces like towards the back. So I mean, the first thing I thought was like, you know, this guy's just doing it to, you know, because he he wants to feed his ego or he thinks he can do it because he's got a nice car or whatever. So I was like, okay, well, you wanna you wanna play smart? Okay, I could play smarter. <laughs> so <laughs> you know exactly what he didn't want. I did just to you know just. Be an asshole to an asshole. <laughs> so, is this something that you've done before, and maybe not taking a picture of it, or have posted it and not gotten this response? Probably once or twice. I mean, probably at the movies. I really don't go anywhere that much. I, I, I'm a loser. I stay at home and I work. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a loser at all. But, well, <laughs> but when I when I do go out, yeah, I've probably done it once or twice. Not work. I've never done it where it's been so, like, obvious, or I've never done it where they can't get into the door. But I've done it where, like, you know, I'll put my tire there, or if they just park like retards, I'll just do something like that. Just, you know, just, just for fun. You know, I never really do it to, you know, be vicious or, you know, something like that. Yeah, I noticed that you gave him quite a bit of room, like it would be, uh, had he parked normally, the same amount of space between the two vehicles. Yeah would have been there and i i thought that was very kind of you and uh i know that both josh and i have b- had both indicated that he would have been crawling in the other side if it was us <laughs> yeah no that's what i said to a lot of a lot of the uh the reporters that i've talked to have asked me you know oh you know is, uh, what were you trying to do and i was like you know i was just trying to be funny there you know i, I was i was hoping the guy would come out and just be like oh you know this is pretty fr- freaking funny you know probably make probably think twice about doing it again but yeah. I mean, if 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 I really wanted to ruin his day or something, he wouldn't have gotten into that driver's door. He would have been his girlfriend would have been standing there watching him crawl into the passenger seat if if, if, if I wanted to send that kind of message. Now, knowing how but, now knowing how jeepers are, did it, at any time did it cross your mind about thinking about calling a buddy and getting them to park next to him on the other side? No, 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 <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> I did. I didn't expect. I, I took. I actually took the picture of it. The first picture that's been circulating around. Mm-hmm. I sent it to a bunch of guys that I was just wheeling with, and I was like, I was just like, oh, you know, lol, look at this guy. And I was, <laughs> and then I actually, after I sent that, you know, I sat down, I got the video, and I just sent that to them, and they were like hysterical over it. it yeah, was, it was awesome. Yeah. Now let's get to that. That's where I was going before I realized that I was getting ahead of the story. Uh, you actually got sat where you could see uh, the two vehicles very well, and you took a video of the the couple, the Corvette couple, going back out there. And uh, go and describe to our listeners what happened then. Well, we actually, I I, I got into the restaurant, and we we uh, they were going to seat us somewhere far away, and I was like, oh, you know, let me sit close to the window where I can see the jeep. Like that when he moves out, you know, I'll just be able to move it back, and nobody will think like you know I'm the I'm the uh, I'm the idiot that parked. Oh like, yeah, good know, idea. I, That's a very good idea. I didn't plan on recording it, so I mean, I, I sat down and then I saw him go to the car right afterwards, and I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe <laughs> maybe I should get this on video in case he like keys my truck or something. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and, and then and then I just was like, hey, wait a minute, you know, this is funny. We got people <laughs> laughing at him. <laughs> I'm looking for Dane. Like, oh, that was—I I thought that was insane. I mean, come on. I mean, you parked a good distance away from him, and and how anal can you be about your vehicle to start looking for dings? I think he needs to cover yeah. that thing in uh, bedliner if he's that concerned about it. 
<laughs> yeah. We all know about that bedliner, all his jeepers. <laughs> yeah. So so did he look around? I mean, I, I only saw the video once, and I can't remember if he was looking around to see if anybody was, was watching there or standing there. And then, you know, no. And, he was... He was too concerned about the dinghy, like you said. And, of course, you got the people in the video who come yeah, by I saw that. laughing. Or I don't know <laughs> if they said something to him because he kind of looks back. But he was just like, all right, screw it. I'm just getting in before more people walk by and just start laughing. So Now, being a married man, and I know, I know you have a girlfriend, so you probably uh, uh, thought or maybe noticed the same thing. I, I have a tendency to think that the, the, the woman that was with him was giving him a hard time. Like, I told you not to park like this. Oh, I hope. I know. Oh, my God, that would be great. Did, did you get any kind of vibes from her whenever you were recording that video that maybe she was, like, rolling her eyes at him at least? No, you know, I, I didn't even think of that. Like, I, I was honestly, dude, at the, at the time I was recording, I was like, okay, you know, it's, I, if this guy keys my car, you know, it's it's I have proof. Like, I wasn't looking at that. I was just watching him the whole time, you know, getting ready to, like, jump up and go out there if, if he tried to do anything stupid. Well, and, and and I guess that's part of the problem with this is is that anytime you make a, uh, I guess a public display of somebody not getting along well with the people, there's always the possibility that you may get into an altercation. So is this mm-hmm. is this something that you've taken into consideration, or you don't care? You're just tired well, yeah. of, of people doing whatever the hell they want to do, and it, and it it somebody needs to take a stand and say this isn't the way people should get along. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's of course you're gonna push somebody's buttons. They're probably gonna they're probably gonna punch one of your buttons. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's that's what that's that's what it is. I mean, I I, I hate that. I mean, it's, it's I wouldn't have gone out there and been confrontational. I just would have had my camera rolling the whole time. Hey, you want to you want to hit me? Go ahead, I'll stick my chin out. You know, I can I can use a few extra bucks. You know, it's <laughs> it's an XJ. I need an eight inch lift. You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> you know so. I mean, but it's, it's yeah, it's I I hate that you know it's it's stupid, but I I, w- I wish that pe- more people did what I did sometimes because it's like, man, it's it's I hate that. <laughs> well, you you see a lot of people just they they know that other people don't like confrontation, and they will mm-hmm. they will use that to their advantage to cut in line. Or uh, just do whatever yeah, the hell they, I know. just do whatever whatever the hell they want to do, and uh, uh, I get in trouble quite often with my wife because I'm supposedly having to teach everybody a lesson. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I look at it yeah, like I think I see that with jeepers a lot. Actually, it's just I don't know what it is. It's like, but I, I wish more people did what I did sometimes because it's like you know you just you can't let them do that. If you let them do that, it's like. Uh, of course you're going to stir up confrontation, but I mean, 99% of the time you're going to stir up the confrontation, but nothing's going to happen. I mean, hopefully this guy will think twice about it. Like it's so if that makes any sense. Well, actually, I guess the person that's doing the confrontation is the person that parked diagonal, uh, in front of the the restaurant. And, and it's, it's somebody else playing into that or joining in, in that confrontation. Like, uh, and I believe that's why it struck a nerve is so many people have wanted to do exactly what you mm-hmm. did. And, of course, a lot of people don't drive a, a Jeep or a lifted Jeep, so uh, they can't do what you did. They can't even get up on the curb like that. Yeah. So uh, I think that's probably what touched a nerve with everybody on this story was it's about damn time. I'm glad somebody did something. Yeah. And, and not necessarily for this one individual, but people that he re- uh, that he represents, uh, you know, BMW drivers. Oh, yeah that d- drive You're absolutely right that drive through traffic like you know nobody else is there and it, it's mm-hmm. it's all i can take not to chase them down 
<laughs> so, yeah. uh, cause you I'm know, like, yeah, I know, I know. It's everybody, you know, you see that in traffic and you're like, Oh, you know, I wish a cop was here or, yeah. you know, it's, it's, but you know what? It's, it's like, Hey, you know, it's, <laughs> A lot of people wish they can do something like that. I, mean, it's, it's, I know. I, I feel like that's why it touched with a lot of people too, and that's that's, that's awesome. That's a, I really I, I saw on actually where I posted it. I posted it originally to a subreddit mm-hmm. on Reddit called R slash Jeep, and a lot. And then afterwards, after I posted it, you know, a bunch of people started posting it up, and it was like. It was like, yeah, you know, it's it's if you got a beater jeep, man, that's that's freaking awesome. Hopefully, it teaches them a lesson. You're sticking you're sticking up to the man, you know. It's that's why it resonated with a lot of people. You know, it was like sticking up to the man, as my uncle said. Now, so, now you actually had a uh, a run in with this guy, or at least you believe you had a run in with with this gentleman later, didn't you? Well, I mean, I never told any reporter this, so you're getting the first one to hear. But uh, you know, it was it was I was driving I was driving going to the highway. Anyone who's familiar with the area, it's by Rutsled, it's River Road. And then I was driving, and he comes in the opposite direction. And you can see, you know, the, the, the things of Corvette. You know, it's got the racing stripes, the the uh, aftermarket headlights, or I don't even know if that's aftermarket. It looks like it, though. But anyway, I saw him coming in the opposite direction. I was like, oh, you know, it's probably him. So I pass him, pulls over to the side. He pulls over to the side, pops a U-turn in front of the three cars coming by him. And then he proceeds to follow me down down the road. And, you know, I get onto the highway. Like I said, anybody knows the area, Route 3 West, coming back, like, past Chipotle and all that stuff. Uh, you know, it's a traffic jam most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm, I'm actually recording, uh, even though I probably get a lot of hate for using my phone while driving. But, <laughs> you know, I record it to protect myself. But sure. he, he ends up coming up behind me, and I got the video of him in my rearview mirror, like, tailgating me. So, of course, you know, he just starts tailgating me for probably about a good one, two, three exits. And then he goes ahead and passes me on the left. So, I mean, he didn't do anything where, you know, was like, you know, jumping in front of me or shouting at me or anything like that. He just kind of just drove past and sort of just weaved through the traffic there, so... I mean, it wasn't anything like a confrontation, like, you know, getting out there yelling, but it was something something odd, you know? So, when you say tailgating, how close do you think he was? Uh, probably within, like, one car length he had between us. Okay. So, not inches. Yeah. No, not, not yeah, because I, I have a big toe itch on the back of my Jeep, so... I'm pretty sure he doesn't want that dragging across his foot. So, well, I was just thinking he's he's worried about door dings, and he sounds like to me he's going to possibly uh, face the whole front end being crushed in his fiberglass <laughs> bodied uh, <laughs> Cor- Corvette. Now you have a '95 uh, Jeep Cherokee, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would have been fiberglass on fiberglass if uh, if he was up into the uh, the tailgate. Yeah, yeah. See, well, I think. I think that uh, the highest point of his vehicle is like midway through the windshield would like oh my goodness exactly with my toe hitch. So oh, that would be bad. I, mean, I don't even I don't even think you would reach the fiberglass. Yeah, that would be bad. Well, that's a shame. Uh, obviously, you've got you've made a new friend uh, with all this uh, notoriety. Uh, I'm really surprised. I'm surprised we haven't seen the guy uh, on the news. Uh, somebody no, must have neither. tracked him down. I mean, I I wouldn't want to reveal myself because I mean, with the with the amount of people coming up to me, you know, during a, I'll be like sitting there eating in a restaurant. People will come in and chat my name. They'll be like, "Hey, where's where's Kyle?" I'll be, I'll be hey, right here. <laughs> 
I'm like, oh, yeah, man, that guy's a douche. You know, I feel sorry for the people that live near him or know him. So, I mean, I'm I'm surprised he hasn't come forward with, like, a lawsuit or something. <laughs> but, I mean. Yeah, I would like to see that lawsuit. He parked too closely to my illegally parked vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had people say, like, oh, you know, public humiliation, but. I mean, I'll tell you, dude, I've had I've had lawyers contact me from then, and they were like, yo, you know, we'll represent you for free. Like, it's, it's freaking outstanding, the response I've gotten. So, oh, I mean, I'm not worried about wonderful. it. Oh, that's wonderful. That's amazing. I had no idea. And I didn't even know about public humiliation. I mean, my gosh, we've all been in uh, uh, grade school and high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... so I, I don't think it's public humiliation, because I didn't identify the guy. I didn't, I didn't put the photo out there. I, you know, it's... It was all, it's the media thing that kind of just blew it up. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, how can I be held responsible for that? I didn't identify him. I didn't, you know, I, I, the license plate you really can't even see in the picture. So, mm-hmm. well, and you don't know the guy at all. I mean, this isn't somebody, I mean, I guess the first time you noticed him was at the restaurant and, uh, of course, yeah. when he was tailgating you. Yeah. So, I, I didn't know, I didn't know, like, yeah, I didn't know him at all. So, I didn't even see his car before. So, well, uh, and, and then the question that has to be asked, considering all the notoriety and the, the guy, ch- uh, I don't want to say chasing at, at, after you, but following you after uh, this big media explosion, if you had to do it again, would you do it again? Um, I probably would. <laughs> the amount of people that have come up, uh, I went to a car show, the Whiskey Cafe over here in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and... I tell you, man, I, the, it's not a big parking lot. I drove into the parking lot, and I was going to the parking space probably like a little, like midway through it. And I tell you, it took me 15 minutes to get to that parking space. And everybody came up, you know, they were like, man, you, you know, you made my day. You know, I showed my whole family that everybody, you know, thought that was really cool. Um, you know, it's a whole bunch of things. You know, it, it made people laugh. You know, that's yeah. the most important thing from it. So it's, it's, that's. That's exactly why I built the Jeep, you know, the zombie response and everything. It, it, it's, it's supposed, people are supposed to get a kick out of it. So <laughs> the fact that that happened is just priceless and hell yeah, I would do it again. That's great. No, I mean, I put it on Instagram. I posted the video up that I mentioned and I was like, yo, if anybody knows this guy, like, uh, find out if he's cool or whatever. Cause I mean, it's, if I see him again, you know, he's. I'm getting I'm getting the whole freaking police force that's around here to come over there because it's they all all the police all all the officers around here I spoke to a lot of the officers and they all seen the video they all know exactly who I am obviously I have a very iconic vehicle there mm-hmm. so I mean it's that's if he's ever by here again that's I'm not I'm not I'm not facing him alone so well, what will be um, what will be interesting to see is if he parks differently. That will be interesting if you're out riding yeah, around and, and you see. And if I see it again, you're going to have to get a picture. If you get a, yeah, get, uh, he's not getting through that door again. That'll be that'll be for sure. But <laughs> no, but I mean, if he parks <laughs> if he parks normal, you need to get a picture of it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> as I a follow up, just, just to get that positive reaction that I think. <laughs> exactly. Need. So, because I'm sure that that would be freaking gold you know going yeah. back up on the, on the news and everything so <laughs> yeah it'd be very funny uh yeah. lesson learned <laughs> yeah i really want to see i, I really want to like know what he what he's thinking though like i i, I mean i kind of feel bad obviously because it's like it blew up so much probably a little bit overboard with the shaming there but yeah i know what you mean yeah it's 
But hey, maybe he is cool with it. I don't know. So and uh, there are people who side with him. You know that, right? Like there are people you see in these comments that are like, "Oh, you know, it, he's completely in the right doing that. It's a seventy thousand dollar vehicle." No, no, he's generous. not. No, he's not. But he can park someplace so, else. He can drive something else. He can take a bus yeah, there. I know. So, but but there are people who side with him. So that's why I'm thinking. Oh, you know, maybe he is cool because I'm sure he's getting support as well. As much as. I'm getting people coming up to me. I'm sure he's probably getting people who are like, oh, you know, that guy's a dickhead or something like that. Well, let me ask so. you this. How many uh, television stations were interviewing those those folks uh, that were agreeing with uh, with him? I mean, I'm sure they got some rebuttal in there, but the, I think the vast majority are on your side. No, I, but the scary part was that um, when it actually happened that I, and, you know, it started blowing up in the media, I actually had a, a news reporter is showing up at my house in like big news vans, and I was like, "How the f- <laughs> did they get my address?" I, wow. They called up my dad's house. Like I was like, "Okay, that's weird." They texted my my cell phone. I have absolutely nowhere that I put my cell phone number on besides besides at my office and you know stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how the f- did they get my number? Because they texted me originally, and I was in school, and I was like, "Okay, how did you get this number?" And, it was like, oh, I got on the Nexus or something like that. And I was like, okay, whatever. But it's it's scary. So I, I don't know I don't know how somebody can get that information, but yeah. Well I'm see, sure I'm sure somebody has it. Yeah. See see this is why I'm surprised we haven't seen the, the, the Corvette guy. Because I know they can find Yeah, right? It. Like they if they can track down my house mm-hmm. basically based on my license plate, you know, how how hard is it for them to track down this guy like that's weird yeah well maybe they have maybe they've uh, asked him to interview and, and he's refused which would be the smart yeah. thing to do I, I just got home i got i worked i was working till seven so i mean it's i just got home i mean i don't know i'm fucking, i don't know what i'm gonna do so i'm probably gonna end up looking <laughs> you guys up going on there anyway so hey it's time to uh, head over to red robin and have some more fish <laughs> Dude, you know, I can do for that right now. <laughs> I always get two tartar sauces because I, I use it for my French fries and oh, my yeah, fish. I, always, I like I like taking some of that home too. So <laughs> oh, that, that is good stuff. It's too hot when you get it, but man, it's great. We just had one. Right, it's always too hot. Yeah. I don't understand that. I was exact, dude. I went there <laughs> a week ago, or like three days afterwards, and I was like, man, they always serve this shit really hot. <laughs> yes. And I was like, okay. <laughs> always have to maybe remind. They, I think maybe they want you to eat the fries. Oh, they, maybe. they're always like a little cooler, so you eat all the fries, and then it's like shit. I need more fries. Well, uh, I, I, yeah. I, we held you a little longer than what I said we were going to, but it's just been a real interesting conversation. Um, and, oh yeah, uh, no problem. Yeah, and, and also too, speaking of uh, making people laugh and posting things up on social media, is there a way people can uh, can ta- contact you? Maybe uh, give you a, a a Twitter pat on the back or a Facebook pat on the back. Yeah, I mean it's I got Twitter, Twitter, Instagram. It's the same name. It's uh, it's uh, I don't know that at symbol uh, mm-hmm. listed ninety five XJ. And I mean you you know what? Just if you want to send me a private message or anything like that, I mean I'll respond. I mean it's <laughs> I don't care. You know it's it's really cool. I, I like I like that. So well, that's, that's great. The best way to contact me. 
That's great. Uh, Kyle, I want to thank you a lot for, for doing this interview and for being on the show. And uh, please consider coming over to xgtalk.com. We've got a lot of friendly people over there, a lot of Jeep, a lot of Jeep Cherokees. And, uh, oh, yeah. Whether whether or not yeah. you, you come over there as the, the guy that parked next to the Corvette or just a uh, an XJ owner that want to uh, share the information that you have and maybe uh, gain some, we'd be happy to have you there. I'm, I'm actually looking for somebody. I got a, a 1989 XJ at my house. And it's actually getting parted out. So, I mean, I'm looking. I'll stop by there. I'm actually going to be looking. I need some help, you know, pulling oh, that motor. I never, I never did a, I did a never, I never did a four zero uh, pull before. So, I mean, if anybody wants to come help me out, you know, just like that's by you know Twitter or Instagram. Just send me a message. I'll be on that website for sure. I'm, I'm an XJ nut. So, <laughs> aren't we <yeah>. all? <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks very much, Kyle. All right, thanks for having me, man. Take right, care. Thank you. Well, that was a real fun interview with Kyle. Uh, we actually spoke uh, a little bit longer than that and uh, uh, found out some some other things. Uh, I didn't want to go into it in the uh, the interview, uh, but uh, I'll, I'll mention it just briefly here. I don't think I'll be telling too much of, uh, as Josh puts it, inside uh, baseball. Um, but uh, somebody actually complained about uh, the, the company at, what, at which Kyle works. Uh, somebody uh, external to the company uh, called the corporate office and complained about him. I think they saw the Jeep in the parking lot of the this this, this company, which I don't know the name, but apparently it's a well-known company. And uh, it, it went all the way from corporate all the way down to Kyle's boss. And Kyle's boss had to come and talk to him. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, you know, this is the interesting thing. You see this stuff on, uh, on television shows, uh, you know, not reality about where somebody does some heroic thing or makes a uh, or, or does comes forward with some information and then uh, the media uh, starts digging into the background and then these other things come out and and you know what the person did was was great and wonderful and I'm not saying I'm not making a judgment call here I'm not saying what Kyle did was great and wonderful or or heroic I'm just saying that well. you never know <laughs> what what the unintended consequences are uh, of your actions whenever the media spotlight comes uh, and, and bears down upon you. And, and I don't want to get too political here, but keep in mind that our illustrious president of the last six years has baited, basically skated through, if, as long as you discount uh, Fox News, has basically skated through with not much media involvement. Yet here's this guy that just parked next to a Corvette that's getting crap from uh, corporate HR. So... I'll I'll leave it at that. Yeah, and one other thing, uh, Kyle drives a Jeep. Obama doesn't. <laughs> no, there's there's no way unless it was a <laughs> unless it was a 2014 Cherokee. Then then I could, yeah. <laughs> then I'd, I I could believe that. <laughs> so, uh, hey Josh, I think we got a couple of minutes here that we can uh, talk a little chit chat if you uh, if you got something. Yeah, I was going to say I didn't know how much time we had left in the show, but uh, yeah. So I'm going. I'm planning on going wheeling this weekend, and uh, it's been uh, it's been a little while since I've had the Jeep out. So um, I did some adjustments. Uh, you guys might have seen my bouncy bouncy video I posted up on uh, on YouTube, uh, where after the installation of the uh, HD engineering uh, HD off road engineering uh, shackle relocation brackets, the rear end was really bouncy, and uh, and I just I. I Driving down the road, I mean, there wasn't a foot of pavement that was traveled that, you know, I wasn't bouncing in the Jeep. And uh, and it just it got to be so annoying. So I don't drive the Jeep every day. And so it's just something that I kind of put off for 
well, geez, it's been several, it's been a couple months now, I think. But, uh, but I, I adjusted the shackles and, uh, and, and decreased that angle a little bit, uh, moved them back one notch. And, and I really, really like the results. So, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to play with this for now, see how it does on the rocks and everything else. See if there, if I, you know, if I screwed myself by, you know, adjusting the wrong direction or, or what, but, uh, in any case, uh, it'll be a little bit of a shakedown run. And I may even throw on these Bilstein, uh, 5,100 shot or 5,125s. I can't remember now. Uh, any case, uh, I've got some Bilstein shocks. I got them used. They're very, very, very little used. They're almost like brand new. So I'm going to get these put on, and uh, and I may do that uh, before I head out this Sunday as well. So uh, may get some pictures and uh, maybe even a little bit of an impromptu interview with another XJ owner. I'll see if I can't uh, remember to take my uh, my uh, recorder and see if he's willing to sit down on the mic after uh, one of our trails and and uh, and have a few words with me. Well, that's great. You know, I was going to suggest something about shocks, but uh, I guess uh, changing the angle on the, uh, I, I would assume you made the, uh, the uh, shackles a little bit more vertical and that's uh, what caused the bouncy bouncy not to, not to be there. Yeah. The shackles are a little bit more vertical now and, uh, and I may even go a little bit more so. And now that those, those HD engineering um, brackets, they, they can actually flip 180 degrees and uh and change the whole you know adjustability uh into a different direction so i may play around just completely experimenting um just for grins and giggles and 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 my own uh my own research wise flip these things around because honestly it's not that hard it's just a little bit of work i've got a really nice trick that i use with uh with a bottle jack to keep those springs from uh from getting in in the way too much um but uh but i may flip those around and and actually reverse the angle of the uh, of the shackles and see what that does. Um, I, I've done some research on what it should do, uh, but we'll see what it actually does. So I may uh, end up posting up another video after that um, all happens, unless I'm completely satisfied with how it performs this weekend. Uh, I may just leave it alone. So we'll see. Well, don't break nothing this time, would you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's going to be my be- my uh, my my goal. I'm actually going up with uh, with a uh, another jeeper buddy of mine, and uh, and he's he's bound and determined to hit one of the hardest uh, trails that we have uh, up here in the area, and uh, and it's a trail that is absolutely impassable when it rains, and so it's really only traver- It's only able to be traversed when it's dry, and we've had a little bit of rain recently, but it's uh, we've also had a little bit of sun here the last couple of days, so I think it should be dry. As long as we don't see any rain between now and Sunday, that should be very interesting. So he's going to need a spot, probably going to have to pull cable just to make it through this trail regardless, so we're going to see how it goes. Well, a little mud is, uh, I don't know, I like mud. It's, it's fun. I don't like the cleaning afterwards, but it's uh, that... That uh, moving around and uh, side to side, uh, unusual feelings is, uh, is is pretty cool. Hey, I'll mention really quick. You're talking about uh, uh, shackle relocation brackets. Uh, uh, the Paps boys uh, are actually uh, had joined us in the uh, chat room, uh, the live show tonight, and uh, they recently put up a uh, uh, shackle relocation bracket that you build. Uh, they actually go through the process of showing you how to build some shackle reloc- relocation brackets and. Uh, I, I tell you, they uh, they have some uh, nice uh, fab skills, uh, and uh, they even show you how to jack up the rear end of the uh, of the Cherokee to take the stress off of the uh, leaf spring, so that you can remove uh, the leaf spring. Uh, which uh, that trick that you're talking about, I think you just need a high lift. Do you have a high lift, Jack? I don't know that you do. do you have a high lift? 
I do, but my trick involves a bottle jack on top of the spring I figured and that's a what it board was. On, on top of the wheel well, and he actually used the bottle jack to push the spring down mm-hmm. uh, to keep the tension off of it, so you can you know work in there without uh, fighting that spring. So a uh, high lift jack wouldn't wouldn't work. It's just too big. You have to actually get it in there um, on top. No, of that I'm talking spring. about lifting the back of the Cherokee up high enough so it takes the tension off the leaf spring. No, I think what you're, what you're describing uh, uh, makes for a good projectile. <laughs> <laughs> I do jack up the vehicle a little bit to just get some separation there and the bottle jack is just used well, well, to I can uh, see how you could do fine adjustments that way. Uh, I thought he yeah. was I thought he was damn uh it was damn lucky that he got it just the right height where he could pull the bolt out. But I'm sure there was some video editing there. But if you guys haven't checked out uh, the Paps boys on YouTube, check that out. Hilarious. Uh the, they do something, Dog. they drink a beer. They do something, they drink a beer. They do something, they drink a beer. <laughs> 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 no, it's great. And we're going to hopefully, maybe we can even get these guys on the show one time. We'll oh, see yeah. if we got an interview schedule uh, for that. But yeah, we'd love to have the Pass Boys uh, on, on the show. So guys, go check out them on YouTube. Make sure you check us out on YouTube. We are broadcasting the live show every Thursday night, 10 p.m. Central. We hope to see you guys there. And of course, over at xjtalkshow.com, where you guys can interact with us and everybody else, including the Pat Boys, who are actually in the chat room tonight during the live show. So it was nice to be able to uh, kind of interact with those guys as well. I want to also say hello to uh, Dean Murray that uh, joined us in the uh, the new chat room on xjtalkshow.com. Uh, you can now watch the show live and chat with uh, us, especially if we have interviews, because that means Josh and I have a lot of free time <laughs> when we're listening to the interview. <laughs> hey, Dean, it's getting close. It's starting to get uh, cool cooled off here in Texas. So that means uh, that Matt and I are going to be coming up uh, and going wheeling with you guys, with you uh, really soon. Uh, we also have Jake. I was giving Jake a hard time because, you know, damn it, man, he was installing AC units instead of being here on time for the show. And I don't know about you, but I find that completely unacceptable. Unacceptable. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's all good, guys. If you, you can always check out the entire show archive over at xjtalkshow.com. If you miss a show, we've got the videos up on YouTube as well. So either place, you can get your XJ Talk Show fix. Yes, yes. So uh, until next week, you guys have a, a great Jeep week. And, uh, oh, I, I almost forgot about our interview next week, Josh. Uh, we actually have an interview with an honest-to-goodness line worker at the Jeep Toledo plant. Worked there from 1978 to 2009 building Jeeps. Not only the Cherokee, the real Cherokee, not this fake thing they got now, but also yeah. to Wranglers and, uh, and and the CJs, uh, which is not a Wrangler technically, but the, the, the YJs, the TJs. This guy has touched them all. <laughs> it may be that he's even touched yours. So, <laughs> so it was a, a very fun interview, and uh, we're going to be trying to bring you more interviews like this, uh, like we did with uh, with Kyle uh, Demata and or Demata. And you know, I had him pronounce his name like four times for me because I didn't want to mess it up. Because you know how I am with names. Uh, I'm horrible with names too. Yeah, we're going to try and bring you guys uh, more and more interviews as we uh, as we roll on through the year. And uh, let us know if you got a suggestion of somebody you'd like for us to interview. Shoot us a call, drop us an email. Either way, let us know, and uh, we'll see if we can't make it happen. Yep, yep. So until uh, next week, uh, 10 p.m. Central, uh, right on xjtalkshow.com. Uh, this is Tony. You guys have a great Jeep week. We'll see you next time. Hey, XJ Talk Show listeners, we got a great deal for you. How'd you like to win a jump starter for your Jeep? A NOCO Genius Boost jump starter. 
This little gem will fit in your pocket, give you up to 20 starts of your vehicle, also acts as a flashlight and a battery charger for your cell phone. Keep listening to Amazon You Bought What segment for more information about how you can win. Just head over to GeniusStarters.com for more information. That's GeniusStarters.com. My favorite site is XJTalk.com. XJ Talk, XJ it's where you go when you're not off-road. 